All right, folks, glad to be with you. The Light the Lamp podcast on the Sports Grid Radio Network and all the podcast platforms. Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart, don't forget, Saturday night at midnight, the Light the Lamp show, Series 204, along with Andrew Torres. And we've made it to basically the end of the regular season. We're going to be doing a big playoff preview podcast. But with all that's been going on here in the last few days and a couple of big games to come here to wrap up the regular season, Felt it was worth doing kind of a end of regular season breaking news little podcast for you right now. So with that little setup, say hello to Cameron, Cam Stewart Hi. up in Toronto. Hi, buddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there, bud. Yeah, it's uh, it's going good. Nice to see uh, uh, Marie, your wife, Rhonda Rickshaw, in the in the video. It's nice to see she's doing well. Looks happy. She saw Probably your mop. Yeah, yeah. She saw my mop top. Ronald McDonald haircut. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll tell you, Brian. I can't wait for the playoffs, buddy. It's. Uh, it's interesting. I find it odd, though. You know, and we talked about this. I know they got the the stay, the one game on Saturday. What do you think's going to happen, though? Because we haven't like when we're doing this, they haven't really you know released a schedule. Do you think we're going to have a couple on Sunday? How do you think this thing's going to work? I know they had to put Boston and Washington on prime time, even though Tampa Bay, Florida are wicked teams. You can't really sell that on. To, to the hardcores like us and other hockey fans. But if, I, if I had a guess. What do you think? All right. It's a pretty good guess, I think. I think you get Boston-Washington Saturday. Yeah. Then on Sunday. Two games? I think, I think you'll get an NBC game on, mm-hmm. on the main NBC here in the States. Uh, probably a three Eastern, noon Pacific. Yep. My guess would be Florida-Tampa Bay. I agree. And then I believe you will get a Vegas game, uh, I, I say likely against St. Louis because I think Colorado is going to win their last two games, and we'll get into that in a moment. But uh, I would venture against Florida-Tampa Bay would be a Sunday matinee game on NBC, and there'll be a Sunday night Vegas game on the NBC Sports Network. That's my guess. I think it's a fair guess. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I, we'll see. It's it's kind of interesting because this Vancouver thing's still playing out, and uh, I'll get. Oh, I'll come get, I'll, on, man. What? Look, please. What is the NHL doing? All right, it's not normal. We understand it's not normal, but why would you make Toronto, Edmonton? Winnipeg and Montreal, Montreal wait. wait a week to play a game. And what will happen is this is a double-edged sword and so unfair to those teams. The whole season's been unfair to them, Brian. But amen. And it's going to get even more unfair because if they come south, they're going to they're not playing in front of fans. No. But but on top of it, you're giving them rink rust on the front end, and then to catch up to the rest of the league. Trust me when I tell you, Cameron, they're going to play back-to-back nights, and the other te- the other divisions aren't. I, what is the NHL? Just start. I, we get it. Let Calgary Let's call it out for what it is, and I'm going to say something, and, and, and you know me. I always take – I'm not your typical Canadian always def- defending. You know, Brian, Vegas is my second home. I'm going to say this, though. The Canadian teams have been screwed all year. They have. They the NHL. They, and, the know what? And, I, and I don't care what these guys say. These new teams like Vegas, they roll out the red carpet for them. They roll out the red carpet for them. These teams with history where people will come to their games drunk, broke, it doesn't matter. Gary and these guys know you don't have to sell hockey in Canada. They're basically robots, and they'll do anything for it. That's Kim, fact. Kim, Brian, Kim, you, you know that's true. They've been treating these I, teams like junk for, for a long time. Well, it's a joke. The big thing, if you think about what was, I mean, all the things that have been unfair, and 
I mean, yes, apples and watermelons, how things have been treated there have been markedly different in various provinces than things have been dealt with in the states. But just from a starting perspective, at, from day one, okay, here's the, here's the division. How about the amount of travel that the Canadian team, they went five <laughs> times the travel that the rest of the league went through. Exactly. That's the thing. So you come up with this North division. I know you had to do it because of COVID, but now for people that don't know, like when I covered the Stanley cup playoffs, so that it was, it was Boston and Vancouver. That's a long flight. So oh. think about doing Ottawa to Vancouver all the time, Montreal. Like these are, these are great. Brian, these are like five, five and a half, six hour flights. I don't care. Even, 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 even for these guys and think about what New Jersey, New Jersey Islanders, Rangers, what are you doing down the street? It's nothing. So you add that travel up over time. And also the disadvantage, they're not going to have fans. You talked about Vegas. Soon they're going to be at full capacity. These guys aren't going to win to begin with, but they're already playing with half a deck. Like, what do you want from these guys? If I was, if I was you know, owner, ownership and other things with these Canadian teams, I, I'd go up to the league and say, you know what? I got a real problem here. We're at, we're not just, we're at a competitive disadvantage. We're at a travel disadvantage. You talk about it. Now you got another week off. Like, what do you want these guys to do? They haven't won a Stanley Cup since 93. They're not going to win one this year. Like, it's an absolute joke. Like, and the Leafs are playing good hockey, too, but whatever, man. It's, I, okay, that, it's I stupid. Know, you started with that. I mean, there were, there were, we wanted to do this because of <laughs> – I, I don't even know how this transformed into this because you brought up a good point about no, the ring rust, and the more I think about it's it, it's insane. insane. It is insane. It, it, listen, we, first of all, those games, Vancouver-Calgary, they don't mean a damn thing. Those players – now – their head's already going to be on the golf course. All right. So, A, sorry, you got paid. You got to go play. They're going to be pond hockey games to begin with. Yeah. But, but until I get it. You play the games because you don't want to lose the money for TV obligations. Correct. And you brought that point up, which was brilliant. So I get it why you're finishing the games. But at the same time, they are meaningless. They are. It's great that you're doing that for those uh, fulfill your obligations, but don't pitchfork four teams that are trying to win a cup. Exactly. It's insane. Uh, it is yeah. the NHL. It's the definition of the NHL when they do garage league stuff like that. They do. And the thing is, and me and you, we defend the league, but we're not like other people that are just going to mop it up and tell you everything's sunny all the time. It's not. The, the Lake Tahoe game was a disgrace. We told you it was going to be slush. What happened? We got slush. We got uh, Toronto. We got Toronto, Edmonton, all the Canadian teams. They're screwed. Now they're even more screwed. Like, this, this is just factual information. So, anyway, you said it, though. Hey, we got through the season, Brian. I guess that's, that, that's a positive. But I'm going to tell you, like, in the playoffs, you have all these other rinks. They have, they have part capacity right now. By the time the playoffs get cooking, they're going to be at full. Think about this. You're in a playoff game against a team that has a full rink. And then you got a home game with what? Crickets? Crickets. Well, well, I would say to you, Vegas right now had 7,400, I believe. And, and that may be the number moving forward because there still are some restrictions. But 7,800, yep. it's a loud building. Fine. You know Tampa and Florida are going to have fans. Yep. Damn right they are. So, so that now it's almost it's an unlevel playing field again. Even yes. in the playoffs. It's even worse because now, because you know how hard it is to win the cup to begin with. And now you're having all these t teams, full buildings. Uh, yeah. And then these guys got to wait another week. Anyway, we know, like, we're just stating this is the, this is the way I, I don't think it, they handled some things well, but 
Well, I don't know, Brian. Like, I know, just I just look at this and go, really? Why don't you just like stick a? You said it. Stick a fork in the north. I don't care how good Edmonton and Toronto are. Like, all right, buddy. I so I get a pat us on the back, not because it's rocket science, but it's like the common sense aspect of things. There's a lot of news we want to get to, but yeah. I, I have the Robin Leonard thing. I I just I got to come back to this and stick up for this guy. When Robin Leonard two and a half weeks ago made his statement. The league lied to us, and they said if we get the vaccine, there were guys didn't want to get the vaccine. If we get the vaccine, they promised they'd loosen the restrictions. They do this and that. It was a blatant lie. I've, I've never seen anything like it, how everybody clammed up, and the Sasquatch foot came out on this thing, and they left this guy on an island. And basically the only thing after a game, the next game, Mark Stone said, well, we love Robin, and we've got his back. But not one of the other guys stepped up and said, yeah, what he said's right. They, I don't know how they squashed this thing, squelched it, and just shut it down, but they left that guy on an island, the league. And then what happens? Maybe he got the wheels turning, but about 10 days later, uh, two weeks later, now the league comes out, and lo and behold, what Leonard said, they loosened the protocols, team meetings, meals, things they can do. Yeah, exactly. But, but here's the thing, Cam, and I said this to you, and I was saying this to my buddy Stevie on Vegas Hockey Hollywood. He's looking at me like I got 10 heads. And I said, buddy, you have no idea. There, there's one thing more than anything that's it, driving these guys crazy. Home, home or away. It's rink and home, rink and room, rink and home, rink and, You know, they can't go out. They can't do anything. I said, I, I will guarantee you, hockey players live to play golf. Yes, they do. And I said, I said, and I'm telling from the Golden Knights perspective, as the crow flies, where I'm sitting here doing this, I'm telling you, it's not even a thousand yards. It's like mm-hmm. I'm neighbors to all these guys, except I live in a human being's house. They live in mansions, mm-hmm. but they, they live on the other side of Bears Best Golf Course, and they just built this unbelievable place, Summit, where Colin Morikawa trains now. And as the crow flies, it's two thousand yards from me, and these guys all live up there. They're in their house, and they're looking out the window and seeing a gorgeous golf course, and they couldn't golf. I said, I'm telling you, that's what's driving these guys insane. Give me some sanity that I can get out. What did they actually put verbiage in the lessening of the protocols? The guys can go golf. Well, the issue that I have with this whole thing is, and nobody's talking about the different vaccines. One one of them's a one-shotter, and the other one are two. So I got one. Look what happened with the Yankees. They get the one-shotter, and then all of a sudden, these guys got co- – it's like, okay, I get the fact – there's no I – mean, me and Gabe talked about it. He brought up a good point. There is no guarantee to say, once I get the vaccine, I won't get COVID. The good news is you're not going to die. You're going to have a, a bad cold at worst, probably, a flu, something like that. You're not going to go to a hospital on a respirator. But this is what I'm talking about, Brian. They're, all these people in charge, Dr. Fauci, this and that, they got this, and people are still getting the damn thing. This is the whole, this is the whole point. Why lockdowns? Oh, hey, you know, what's the time, man? Listen, it's, I, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. They've almost I, joke. I, I can't even believe we're getting it. This is what happens when we get together. We we're gonna do but it's, a it's short funny. show, and now I, we're peace. You are gonna either I don't know, belly laugh, but you are gonna absolutely agree with this. It's funny now, just as we're talking. It's almost like is the NHL running the COVID? thing <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i mean mass work mass don't work you know uh, you can't go outside and now the, the reports yeah. then say okay you got vaccinated and everybody's still running around with masks well wait a minute you're vaccinated yeah 
well, what's the mask for? I don't know. And then you're I just, outside. And I you just can't... wear it, Brian, because I'm so damn scared like of any of my own shadow. These I wear a mask because I deal with seniors and whatever, and I got one shot until I get my double dose. See, and that's the thing. I don't know how the things – I told you. The first time I got my shot, I was my, my teeth almost fell out from chattering. My bed was a lake, and I woke up in a furnace. It was 28 hours of living hell, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I think – you know, hey, Cardano, I don't really feel like I could work today. I just lost half of my tooth uh, got, getting the chills last night from my COVID shot. Anyway, I'm telling you this whole thing is just an absolute joke. I, and uh, I don't even know where to begin with this. Well, this movie, I, just, I, just, I just laugh. We're, we're under lockdown yet. Texas, I'm watching golf tournaments in North Carolina. Guys are rolling around, wasted on hills, having beers. Nobody's got a mask on. They look like they're doing pretty good to me. Buddy, I know. Joke. Right, so the, the thing we wanted to get to. Oh, yeah, what, sorry. What, to talk about the breaking news and all the other stuff. Well, no, well, no. I mean, I, all that other stuff's part of it. But so let here we go. Tortorella, uh, we knew that was coming down. Talk it. Yep. In Arizona. We, we, we talked about talk it on, on our show. We're right, now, on the, right on the nose there. Yeah. Let's start with those two guys in that there's got to be a good fit for guys like that. Uh, John Tortorella, I don't know if there's a good fit almost well, anywhere right he's, now. Don't you believe? No. I, don't say Seattle. No, 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 no. I mean, okay. don't, don't you believe he – here's the analogy. Remember Tom Coughlin was this militaristic nut yes. bar. If you're seven seconds late for a meeting, guys were fine. Yep. Finally, Michael Strahan went to him and said, listen, you got a revolt on your hands. Nobody wants to be here. You're, you're ruining our lives. We got a good yep. football team. Will you stop this crap? Exactly. And now after, they're then they're bowling all, and then they won a Super Bowl. <laughs> and after all those years of him doing it the way he did it, he changed, adapted, and they won Super Bowls. Tortorella's got to change his act. I think. I think he's a good Ryan, hockey coach, but the I, act has to change. Uh, not just that. So, and here's the thing. And I. I've only seen Tortorella. We haven't had like a one-on-one with most guys I've talked to, but I'm going to say this. Media, you don't treat them with respect. You sell out players. You do all this stuff. I agree with you. I think he has a great hockey mind and a passion for the sport, but I can't name one team in the NHL where he could go there. You'd say a young team like Ottawa. No, their coach is doing fine. They had a great season. John, you're not getting in there. The Leafs found their young guy. Edmonton, they're they're cruising. Like I'm, I'm looking. Florida, Tampa Bay, successfully. Like you tell me, the Sharks, they got veteran players on that team. That's not going to work. There's no Brian. I don't know what to tell you. And I'll tell you, if I was a Seattle Kraken, Tockett gets hired. Tortorella doesn't. You said it. Things need to change. It's a different world we're living in. And the Tom Coughlin analogy is a great one. I remember Jeremy Shockey said something. Hey, Tom, one one day, you know, he's still Tom, but you know we told him we went out bowling he loosened up a bit you know what and then that team went under on a, on a heater and they beat the patriots as 14 point dogs in the super bowl that's all you need to know yeah no. right so tortorella there's nowhere to, like where's he gonna go all the teams that he can help are all veterans and they'll tell him to f off all right so then breaking news this morning quinn yes. is out in new york now i can tell you I think Chris Drury is going to be a terrific general manager. I agree. I think he was very much in demand. A lot of teams wanted him. He sat there and waited and waited and waited. This is what he wanted all along. He's won at everything he's ever done. Now, I think Quinn's a fall guy. I agree. But I would say this. Uh, hey, 
the, the all the crap that happened with the Rangers might have been a different story if the Panarin thing hadn't happened in midseason. Exactly. Uh, then they overreact and knee-jerk because they get in a scrum and they're not tough enough in the Wilson thing. So you got the whole organization because of one night. It's insanity. So the, the bottom line is like any job. Cam, I, I worked in television for, you know, for many, yep. many years. Yep. And I, I finally I said, you know what? I'm going to work for myself after a yep. lot of years because what happened was it doesn't matter if you're good or bad. It matters what you make. And in that yes. Business, but yes. It, but it but in that business it's a it's a what do you call it? It's a turkey shoot. You know, it literally every three years, and if they're staggered, you're really you're really in the crosshairs, a new news director or a new general manager. And you're sitting there, the new guy comes in and like your head's on a swivel. Because what happens? A new new news director or a new general manager, he's got guys that he loved from the station he came from. And he's you know what they're gonna go they're gonna go to war with their own guys. And they go, I can, I can cut this guy and pay a guy half of what he's making and bring the guy I know in. And it's the same thing in hockey with general managers. They're going to go with guys they're comfortable with. That's just, and so Quinn, Quinn basically was the meat and a dirt sandwich. Yeah, he was. And another thing is, how do you get rid of Davidson, Gordon, and, and not get rid of him? It's kind of like a thing that they, they, they assess it and go, well, the coach lives, but these other guys don't. Like, it's basically a, a total house cleaning. You're not going to leave a couple pieces of furniture when you're moving. Everything in the house goes. And that's the Rangers, what they did. Did the guy deserve to lose his job? No. The Panarin situation was a joke. Oh, yeah, by the way, do you see Vladimir Putin scored 88 goals in that game and was MVP of the hockey tournament? I love the goaltender, too. Just, just he's backing up in the net. Score, Vladimir, score. Like, they basically, like, parted the sea for him. It's like, if we make a save, Putin's going to put rice in instead of Gatorade in the water bottles. Oh, and we're done. And we're done at the end. No, there should be a split camera of the game <laughs> yes. being played. And up in a box in the left is, is the goalie's wife. And yeah. family. Like, yeah, with, well, with Igor, well, with Igor they? with a gun to her head. <laughs> Your husband must let puck in. What? what? Vladimir needs to score. Okay, I got. I, oh, sorry. So you're telling my my my, my husband he's just got to be a sip. That, thanks, there. Thanks, Boris. I got the message. That was the worst video I've ever seen. They, they, they're parting the sea for this guy. Eight goals, MVP. Yeah, he'll have you killed if he doesn't win the rec league. I wouldn't want to play against him. Hey, the one thing we try to do, and you know, all, all the years we've been together, is just, and I know you've heard this before, but for new listeners, uh, we always try to, I try, I'm old, you try to learn something new every day, and I'm just, you know, full disclosure, did you know, is it's like Jerry Maguire, the human head weighs eight pounds, did you know, Cam, if you put a sieve inside a sieve, it's still a sieve? That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> That's great. No, that video, you should see it, Brian. Take a look at it. It's just absolutely pathetic. But uh, let's uh, – One more. Ranger, one, big, yeah. The big one. All right. So, yeah. so I, uh, here, I'll throw some names at you. Uh, don't sleep on Bob Hartley. Are you kidding me? Bob Hartley's over at the KHL. I'm serious. Jury, dude. Bob Hartley is basically a French version of John Tortorella. I watched that guy I with know. the Thrashers skate bag those guys like stuff we used to do. Like I when in our, I'm like, I was Jury. looking at Kovalchuk. He would, he wanted to put a knife in the guy's throat. Yeah, you would, you would have loved this when the Golden Knights came in to the league four years ago. Yeah, and it was fun, but I'm like. 
boy, you know, I forgot. I'm good at this. Because when I used to do the, the TV stuff, and you're doing, you're doing research, you're trying to confirm this, you're trying to find out, you're, do, you're, you're reporting, you know, you're doing the investigation. Yep. And literally, we found things, and they came to pass. I remember uh, talking to another guy one night. We spent two hours on it. I go, okay, Wikipedia this. All right, let's go. George McPhee. And we just went and looked at tentacles out in George McPhee's career. Kelly McCrimmon. All, everything Winnipeg. Everything Brandon. And, and we started to, and oh, there's a connection with Kelly McCrimmon's brother. And this guy, we, we found five, six things that ended up happening because you just go back in these guys' tree and you find these connect the dots things. And I'm just telling you, a jury with the abs was really tight with Harvey. Yep. And I'm, I'm just, I'll throw that name out there. Okay. You'll uh, <laughs> have to adapt. I'll tell you that. You can't, you think you're going to pull that act? And, and, and think about, actually, you know what? It could be the best thing or the worst thing. Think about this. Bob Hartley has a cr- big personality. You're going to New York? Uh-huh. Like, hey, Brooksy. Hey, Brooksy. Like, what do you got? You got Tortorella, French-Canadian version? Hey, Brooksy. Mon Dieu. Mon Dieu. Hey, Cabernac. Yeah, smash, hey, smash. By the way, I, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. This is a podcast, but I'm doing this That's for good. you. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. other night, the other, you'd have, you would have, you would have giggled. It, it is funny, the reaction from here. So it's the other night, the Golden Knights game of the year. And if they win, they win the President's Trophy and the division. If they lose, Colorado gets control of their destiny with two games that are going to be a $4 dog against yep. the game, Right? And Vegas played three men short because of injuries and salary cap. Played their hearts out. Grubauer beat them. So after the game, DeBoer comes up. And he gets to the press conference. And... You know, he, obviously, it's 10 minutes after. I'm defending the guy, by the way. I've defended him on my show. He gets in there, and they're crestfallen, right? And so he's asked by, he's asked by third period, you were three guys short. Did you hit a wall? Were you, I, if you guys want to talk about negatives, I got nothing negative to say. So he's, he's already got a stone in his shoe. Well, guess who they called on next? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like. I go, well, that being – just because you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I said, that being said, Pete, the little things matter. I said, the game-winning goal by Comfer, you guys got caught in a bad line chase. Next question. And, and he, <laughs> oh, he, oh, he went wild on you. And he went with, <laughs> and he stormed out. Wow. Right? And it's like everything's been candy land around here, right? So all, all these people are going, man, I can't believe he did that to you. And he didn't do nothing to me. Yeah. I mean, what he did to me, I who cares? I well, just because he says he he doesn't dictate what the questions are, and and then I said, and oh by the way, I said I dealt with Scotty Bowman every day. You you think yeah, I'm yeah, 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 about exactly. that? <laughs> I, I thought Scotty Bowman was going to have me killed when I did my journey to the cup. Holy jeez! <laughs> Everywhere I looked, I'm like cracking a joke with a player. I look, Scotty Bowman's just staring at me with death stare. With his like sidekick there, I just hear him. Who the hell is this? Guy? I, yeah, I I'm gonna kill. I, I'm like, I just, I'm like, oh my god, my cameraman's like. But the funny thing is, I'm angry. So, so all these guys, all these guys right here, like, I can't believe you did that. And I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, I'm going. Wait a second. I said, 
you knock yourself out. They said, go to, go to Boston or Toronto or Buffalo with what's going on in Buffalo. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a turkey shoot for these guys when they go and get interviewed. I mean, this is Primrose Lane around here. I said, but I'm defending the boar. I go, he walked in there. He's sending a message to his guys. I got your back. It's all, it's, it doesn't matter who the person is. Who cares about the media? You know, they, they, everything they do has a purpose, right? It's, I it's, know. It's, exactly. It's so it's a game. You know, it's a damn It game. is a game. It is a game. It, all right. Definitely. So, so the last thing, because uh, I know you got another thing to go, but we wanted to get to some of this big breaking news. The other thing's a big one. Who, your boy and Eichel? Eichel. Uh, he's got Can I say something game. first, Brian? Fine, go. I don't want I, – I, and I, I think you might get mad at me, but – Why? I'm going to tell – I don't know. I'm just going to tell you my opinion. This whiny – I'm sick of it, too. Clown. I'm going to tell you this. You want to be Austin Matthews. You don't play. Oh, I could have got the surgery. Could've. You know what? You know what, Eichel? Here's a message for you, numbnuts. You're supposed to be the leader of this team. They yep. had a bunch of call-ups and other guys working their buns off, a houser, a goaltender that's looking for a paycheck and play their best damn hockey of the year. They beat they beat the Rangers. They beat in Philadelphia. They win in huge games. They beat Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's the hottest team in the league. And you're sitting around there bitching about the organization. Here's a tip, Michael. Why don't you go out and do something? Why don't, you, why don't you have a season where you don't get hurt and become one of the best players in the league instead of a sulker? I'm done with this guy's act. He's a piece of crap. My, my take. I I love watching this guy play. I couldn't care less I, about Eichel. I, like I, I'm so I, done with this no, guy's no, no, act. But I will I will tell you, he's a good hockey player. But I, I don't like his I, attitude. And I'm sitting here, going, you know, for a couple of years with the the gliding to the bench and the demeanor on his yeah. face and everything. Then they run O'Reilly out of town because it's him or O'Reilly's going to be the yep. guy. So they 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 alter the organization for the guy. Now, the, the, the Kevin Adams, the GM, sitting here saying, "Look, our doctors." said we want a conservative course of action for a herniated disc. He's got another four weeks to MRI it after the vet. And he wants to go and do a surgery that has never, ever been done on a hockey player. And he's a $10 million a year asset. And he's saying there's a disconnect. Well, I, you know, all of a sudden, Eichel's playing doctor. Now, if surgery is the approach, you would have wanted to have done it as soon as you could to get the rehab going. It's only six weeks. Supposedly he'd be good to go next year, but man, I mean, if put it this way and now all the trade, you look at all the trade scenarios that are out there and the teams that are interested yep. in this guy. Well, I got news for you. If he gets sliced, you're getting pennies on the dollar for him and they're, they're tied into a corner. He's got to come back and play and show he's a monster. And then you move him. You can't trade him now because the price will be low. It'll be like giving Taylor Hall away, and look what Taylor Hall's doing. Exactly. Anyway, I was a little bit harsh, but you understand my criticism. I don't get tired of it. I don't. That's I don't. the thing. Like, I Here's the thing, Eichel. You talk like you're Wayne Gretzky, Austin Matthews, or a star in the league. You're, you're a good player. But where have you been for Buffalo? Like, Buffalo was fine with, like, when you were there, I, I know it's Kruger, too. There's a lot of different factors, but. You whined, you sulked, you didn't take your team over the edge. They brought in a bunch of guys that want put their helmets on, bringing their lunch to work, and look what they did at the end of the season. They never quit. They did everything. Eichel has a lot to learn. You're not a prima donna, bud. Go out there and start uh, earning it. Well, what will be out. very, very interesting is to see how this all pans out because he's got one more year, and we'll wrap it up, one more yep. year uh, before the no-move thing kicks in. So the first order of business is you've got to get him back. He's got to be healthy. And yes, he's a generational talent, and he he could win cups. He could do hearts. He could do all that. But once you prove he's healthy, uh, you know the bottom line is 
If, uh, hey, L.A.'s interested. Okay, great. Well, I got news for you. I want Turcotte. I want Byfield. I want Tupac. <laughs> I want I, I follow. Exactly. Okay. So Don't get fleeced. If you're moving that guy, you got to rebuild the team. Instantly. I agree. Instantly. I agree. So this is I no agree. joke. It's a big deal. It um, is. And, I'm know, glad you yeah. agreed with me, Brian. I'm just saying, listen, but like he talks like he's like the next coming. I get it. You play in Buffalo and you have to be, but that's what separates special players. You make the players around you better. And Buffalo was the opposite. It was the grinders and the guys who are, you know, special, who just love the game, who have way less talent than him, and they played their best hockey. Well, I got so another one. Maybe, on the exit maybe Eichel needs to – you talk about a heart of a raisin, I want to see a heart of a grapefruit because uh, well, let me this guy's got to step it up. See, I mean, I'm washing my hands of this to a degree because this has been a decade of yeah. futility. So in the exit interviews, Reinhardt, now, they moved him to center. Reinhardt's awesome. The new coach – Okay, he scores yep. 25 goals, but and he's been a real consistent guy. But he has. Yeah, yeah, well, he scored 25 goals. Guess what? Contract year. You know? Yeah, I know. Then, I know. then he comes in with the pouty crap, too, and it's, it's like part of me is like, you know, go ahead, get, gut it. Do a start over. I'll do it. I agree. Get it right. I mean, you get people that want to be there. I, uh, we'll wrap it up. This is what I don't understand. Why wouldn't you want to be there? It's – a good city, you can get a house for nothing. You could save all your money. You're close to Toronto if you want to go do that stuff. It's beautiful, underrated. There's so many things. The food's great. Like, I, I just, I, this is the thing about Buffalo. It's got well, some kind of bad, nah, thing. You, know, you, you know what? I'm, I'm telling it's garbage you, to me. You know, you know what I told you? Goliakovo told me he loved it there. Yeah, and that guy, guy, and that guy's a Toronto guy who guys, lives high on the hot. Like, like he, Brian, he's an Italian who's got money and stuff. Like, like I, I hang with this guy. Like he told me, he goes, Buffalo was awesome. He goes, Cam, I didn't think it was going to be like that. Cam, I get, I get rattle off five names of guys that played their whole career in one city, got a cup of coffee in Buffalo at the end of their career, and yeah. the guys live in buffalo now exactly all right so okay there, there's that but uh <laughs> it, but it's a big deal i mean no. it's, it's, moral of the story eichel just uh yeah you said it brian like if you're a sabers fan like i don't even know what you wish for anymore it's like it's just guys who want to be there exactly what you said well the last thing the cousins kid now he's a rookie but yeah. he steps right up. He was the captain of the world. He goes, I want to be here a long time. And I love those guys in the theater. But if they're, if they're not here, I can't control that. But I want to be a leader on this team for a long time. I'm like, and if I, I'm telling you, you watch this kid, Cam, the numbers don't show it. Here's my prediction, though. You, you watch in the next three, four years. And I'm, I'm watching this kid. I go, God, he reminds me of something. I'm watching the juniors, the world juniors. Then I'm with the Sabres. And I'm like, after about five games with the Sabres, it hit me. I go, oh, my God. This kid is a baby Mark Stone. I mean, he swats pucks. He plays like him. He plays yeah. both ends of the rink. He just makes all the right plays. And, and he's, he's got a – I'm just telling you, it's, a, it's an unfair comparison. But if you – you know when they draft a kid, they go, who do you model your game at? Yeah, exactly. I, I am telling you, this kid, what he's going to grow into, he plays like Mark Stone plays. And that's a, that's a compliment. It is. It is. Uh, I'll All tell right. you another thing, Brian. I will wrap it up. One thing we're right about, too. We said watch out for the underrated uh, move. Jeff Carter has been the best fit. <laughs> like, his fit in Pittsburgh is absolutely oh. the way I fit into, like, 10 pounds of chicken wings and, and, and a keg of beer. Like, it's, uh, we, we said that move was going to be huge. Great. No, i got to give the Penguins, like, an A-plus, like what they've Brian, done. This Brian year. Burke and Hextall. Look what, I those, know. look what those two guys did. Yeah, I know. It's unreal. I love it's, it. All right. You got to go. Listen. Yep. So here's the deal. We're going to do a playoff preview podcast, and then Saturday night at midnight. We're on the air. 
and we're on Sirius 204 and Sports Grid Radio Network with Light the Lamp. So end of the regular season. Oh, by the way, last thing, Golden Knights play San Jose. The Avs have two games with the Kings. All of a sudden, I think the Avs win both these games. They're going to win the President's Trophy. But what happened, unbelievable. Now, Vegas plays San, uh, St. Louis, and look out, and Colorado – I'm uh, no, I'm sorry. Colorado will play St. Louis. Vegas has to play Minnesota, who is – Good luck. Ripped the night. I, I'm going to tell you another thing, but, but Minnesota can play with uh, – yeah, no, I, I think Minnesota's scary for anybody. I know Colorado's played them well, but here's the thing, Brian – there could be a big upset early. Like, don't and we were thinking about it. Like, one of those teams, like Vegas and Colorado, you guys better be like, I'm oh, telling boy. you, you better bring your A game because Minnesota I would, and St. Louis can one of those an I, upset can happen. I believe it. It would not shock me if Minnesota played St. Louis in the second round. I agree with you. I think you bet both dogs, and one of them, one of them might win. Right. But we'll talk about. I, I God, I hope these guys come up with the schedule soon, Brian. We got so many things to do before the damn thing playoffs start on Saturday night. We got a show too. But I'm glad, I mean, so I think about the stuff we. That's why yeah. I thought we should do this now. Yeah, we want to dive into the playoffs. We'd be doing good a seven-hour podcast. So anyway, good stuff. Uh, we'll be back with you Saturday night at midnight on Sirius Two Hundred Four, and we will do a playoff preview. Light the Lamp Podcast. Cameron, you're the best, my friend. Have a good day. You are the best. Brian, I will talk to you later on, and uh, have a good one. And, uh, yeah, smoke them if you got them, buddy. Uh, go out and have a good day today. Are you going to go golfing? Will I, will I sit here in my uh, prison cell under the lockdown? Going to go out and shoot 18 before work or no? no I'm going to work I'm gonna work hard. We'll tee it up Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous, buddy. I but know, anyway, buddy. I, have a good one. Oh, yeah, picks this week in golf, too. If you don't get the – I was looking at uh, – Will Zalatoris, 29. I'm looking at uh, Ryan Palmer, addicted to pars. What else do we got here? Um, Carlos Ortiz, a 70 to 1. He's somebody to look at, Brian. You're close. You're close. Same same thought. Munoz at 110. Oh, God. That's grenade hunting. Yes. All right. And But the, but the one I wanted to tell you, the European Tour British Masters, I, I got a couple of guys, but watch out. Jamie Donaldson, I think. I like Donaldson. At 40 to 1, and Eddie Pepperell at 40 to 1. Oh, Eddie Pepperell. Hello, I'm Eddie Pepperell. Hello. I, I, I'm, <laughs> hung, I'm hungover and shot a 62, mate. I love Eddie Pepperell. He, he always breaks into his uh, liquor fridge in the hotel. Uh-oh. Got into a little bit of trouble last night, early tea time. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> like that. Pepperell's cool. I like that, dude. All right, bud. Good stuff. Have a good one, Brian.